What is up, everybody? How's everyone doing? Welcome back to the Well and Worthy podcast. Today, I am coming to you live from Argentina, straight from Buenos Aires, and we are being recorded on a fun little mini microphone that I got on Amazon so that I can hopefully maintain some good sound quality while I'm here for the next few months. Um, it's This is so cute and small, guys. I wish you could see this tiny little microphone. Um, it's like one of those little TikTok ones, you know, I'm going to have to try it out on, on TikTok too. Um, but I hope everybody's doing well. I have been here officially, quick little catch up, quick little update. Um, I've been here in Buenos Aires officially like two weeks, a week and a half to two weeks. Almost. Wow. That's crazy. That time really does fly. But yeah, I have moved into my home state and I am all set up for study abroad. Um, I finally have to do my laundry. I'm out of like clean shirts and it's been super hot over here but I love the city I love the speed of life over here just like how everyone takes things so much slower than they do in the U.S. I really do appreciate that um and just like getting used to you know the things that are different about Argentina and um getting used to like I don't know stepping away from America for a second for a preface I do have a little club cold if you will sorry for the congestion um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got at the club the other day, but we're getting over it. Baby steps, baby steps. And this episode really was inspired by just the reflection that I've been doing while I've been here for like the full moon that just happened, time of release, a time of closure. And there's been some pretty huge astrological shifts for my girlies and people who are into that. Um, there's been some pretty huge astrological shifts recently. So just reflecting on the things that need closure in our lives and really moving out of an era because some planets shifted basically this is like you can skip over this if you're not interested in astrology but really quick little synopsis is that the same planets that have shifted into it was like saturn and jupiter and stuff that shifted in march of 2020 and we all know what happened then it was the worst fucking time in the world they just moved guys and they'll be there for the next three years so we really are exiting an era and you know exactly what era I'm talking about. That really shitty one that started that day. We all thought it was just going to be spring break <laughs> and we ended up dealing with COVID for the next however many years. So that's been a journey. Um, but yeah, astrologically things were shifting and it just really inspired me to kind of reflect and take a moment and take stock of what the past many years, three years, two, two to three years have brought you know into my life have taken away from my life and have just like taught me in general so i really wanted to make this episode about closure about closure for yourself creating your own closure and you know that reminder that it will get better and all of the magic that time creates and how we can like heal ourselves and create closure when lots of stuff has been shaken up for a very you know light way of putting it shit's been shaken up uh, especially in the past few years. And y'all know what I'm talking about. It's been crazy. So if you want to kind of step into your own form of closure, this is the episode for you and heal and grow with me and maybe take stock of what you've gained and learned from the past many years if you're ready to move into your new era of life, you know? And just for like a backstory, just because I know we all have our crazy COVID backstories, but this, this, episode is going to be a lot more like girl chat vibes. Like we're just on the phone together. I'm just catching you up and uh, giving you some tips and tricks for how to create closure for yourself. Um, the worst of it really for me did happen because of COVID just because I was 
class of 2020 and like high school class of 2020 and that was you know terrible as as many people know we did not have like the proper graduation we didn't get the proper goodbyes and for me that looked like not getting the proper like amount of time with my high school boyfriend so we had the fun little breakup moments like right after high school and just covid was really a damper to starting up college and my little backstory of things that i'm releasing all of the growth that I've gained over the past few years really did come from like gaining and losing lots of people in a short period of time. And I do credit this to the pandemic just because I would not have met these people if we weren't in such, you know, closed quarters and just kind of hanging out with the people that are directly like put in front of you, if you know what I mean. So I began college in 2020, met some people like near me, started dating someone you know, met some friends that were just like in the close proximity, close proximity to me. And it really was like a crazy shit show, guys. Like that is where I gained my ex-friends, my ex-boyfriend, like from that little dynamic um, group of people. And it, it was a messy, messy little tale that we're not going to fully get into. But I just encourage you all to kind of reflect, like, what was your messy tale? What people do you think of when you're, like, lifting at the gym and getting angry? Or, like, what people do, you know, you need to maybe let go of or form some kind of closure for yourself if they never brought closure to you? Um, and I also was inspired because, like, really weird receiving, like, a text from someone from my past. And I was just like, what the actual fuck? Like, I haven't heard from you in so long. This is crazy. Um, but it just made me think of like the Taylor Swift lyrics. I don't know if y'all are Taylor Swift fans. I'm going to see the Eras tour and I'm so excited. But um, yeah, you know that lyric from what song even is it? Invisible String. Time, mystical time, cutting me open and healing me fine. Were there clues I didn't see? And isn't it silly to think or isn't it crazy to think that there's an invisible string tying you to me? You know, at the end of the day, no matter what happened and no matter what shitty things may have happened to you or what people you may have lost, things you may have had to go through, um, time, mystical time, it does its thing. It will cut you open and it will heal you fine. And I know people say that all the time. Like if you're in the dark midst of it right now, you know, it's hard to remember that time will in fact heal all wounds. I feel like everybody says that. Your mom probably tells you like, don't worry, time heals all. Like let time heal all. They mean that shit. They mean that shit. Let time do her thing because she knows what she is doing. Or I guess he, everyone calls time father time. But I didn't believe it either until all of a sudden you blink and years have passed and stupid drama that really didn't, doesn't even matter anymore falls to the wayside. People will mature. Even people that you think you will never hear from or that hate you or whatever, People mature, people grow up, and people realize that their peace is the most important thing. And you are people, and you also have to realize that your peace is the most important thing. So the first thing about closure is that you really can't be afraid of closure. Acknowledging that, yes, there is hurt that happened in my past. You know, yes, there are some things that really fucked me up. Maybe you have some trust issues. Maybe you have some things you're working through because of people you met. And acknowledging that and being like, that's that sucked, right? Like things can happen that absolutely suck, but it's okay to move on from them. Like it's okay. There is nothing that I owe to anyone in terms of holding on and it's okay to create closure and I get to decide when I want closure, nobody else. That's the really cool thing about closure. 
you get to decide it for yourself. And it doesn't mean that your emotions are going to catch up with it immediately, but it does mean that you have control over when and how you want to create that closure for yourself. So that's just like a fun little backstory on the shitty, the shitty storm. And I, if you are going through the shitty storm right now, just know that I see you. I'm here with you. I know how hard it has been. If you're into astrology, go look up the, uh, basically how Saturn is moving right now is pretty crazy. Um, but if you're into that, if you're not, it's just a really also a good moment to pause and reflect and kind of see like, okay, what things have I gone through? What have those things taught me? What, what can I gain from the shitty things that may have happened to me in the last like three years or whenever? And how can I move forward? And your own closure has a lot of different, it can take a lot of different forms. So what does your own closure look like? And for me, I I just want to say before I go into all of this and before I kind of giving, start giving tips about closure and how to create closure for yourself, I want to acknowledge that trauma is something that is very serious. It differs from person to person. No trauma is invalid. Nothing you have experienced is invalid because pain is relative. So don't ever try to let anybody tell you that your trauma is invalid, that your pain doesn't matter. Whatever you have been through is valid and it matters. And I see you and I'm here with you. And just know that if it has caused you any kind of hurt, any kind of trauma, any kind of traumatic experience, you are seen and you are visible and you are valid. And at the same time, if it is something very severe, and even if it's not, I encourage you to go talk to a mental health professional, a therapist, you guys. I mean it. I know you're going to be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Look it up right now. Call your insurance company. Find some in your area, please. If not, there are resources for free therapy around you, especially at university. There's national help, uh, help crisis hotlines. Please look out for those and find those resources because they will really help you. Do not overlook them. And I want to also say that before you create closure, there are a lot of feelings that you do have to kind of get over first. You know, like you you can't jump into the closure part if it's not something that you're ready for. So feel those feelings first. Let yourself feel those, you know, feelings of anger. I suggest that, you know, all of those icky feelings lingering there, feel them out. Cry it out, dude. Scream into your pillow. Take that time. Take those like many weeks to like sob and eat ice cream or whatever the fuck or, you know, stalk their Instagram. Like let yourself have that moment let yourself feel those feelings. Do not shove them to the wayside immediately. But when the ickies, like the icky feeling is lingering a little too long and it's coloring your life gray, and you know what I mean, when it's sticking around and that bad taste in your mouth is now affecting your life moving forward, that's when it's time to let it go. That's when it's time to work on the closure. And so that's what this episode is for. If you are kind of feeling like, okay, had my peace. Like I'm sitting here in the wreck. There's pieces all around me. What do I do now? How do I pick myself up from this? And this can be a breakup. This can just be shit that you've been going through personally, you know, like personal mental health stuff, personal goals, whatever. This can be a friendship breakup. This can be moving on from like old friends and creating a new life for yourself. Any of those things. If you're sitting in the pile of shit and you've already, you know, spent the weeks being like, wow, I'm in a pile of shit. <laughs> now it's time to maybe take the showers, you know, clean your life up. That's what this episode is for. So those are my little uh, things I wanted to preface with. 
um, jumping into like what does closure look like, right? These are tips and tricks that I like, that I relate to and recommend. Again, on this podcast, what do we do? Everything, everything is unique. So you make it your own. But a step I like to take is I like to acknowledge both sides to the story. So if you're trying to work on closure for yourself, there are probably two sides to whatever story. If it's a if it's a relationship that burned, if it's whatever it could be, you know, like I'll just use my friendship like breakup, for example. If it's something like that, maybe you look at both sides of the story and you say like, okay, what was their side? Can I acknowledge it? Can I be mature enough to see where they are coming from? And jumping off of that, I really like to do an empathy activity. You know, this can be a form of prayer. If you if you like relate to praying, pray for them. Say a little prayer for, you know, how they're feeling and truly, truly try to be like, how would they feel in this situation? Empathize with them. See where they're coming from and see the world through their eyes. And this will help you reach that level of closure and reach that level of, okay, you know, it's multifaceted. There's lots of shades of gray here. Not everything is black and white. And letting yourself kind of understand that they too are human. Not everything is evil and good, you know, and seeing both sides to that story. Another thing I like to do is just work on forgiveness for me. So I know the word forgiveness can be kind of traumatizing to some people. I totally understand that. I am also someone who is traumatized by the (laughs) the word forgiveness because like whatever the fuck it might be, you know, people being like, you should forgive them. And it's like, bitch, how could I forgive them? They suck. You know, like they did this, 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 and this. Like I do not owe them forgiveness. Like I want to stay angry forever and hold that vendetta. If you're a cancer like me, maybe you relate. Maybe this is a cancer thing. I don't know. But just being like, hell no, like I'm not going to forgive. And having that shoved down your throat, maybe by a church since you were little, um, like the church connotations that go with the word forgiveness, maybe implying that the other person wasn't like 100% wrong in what they did when it could have been really fucked up. I understand that. But maybe taking a look at the word forgiveness and being like, okay, maybe this doesn't mean I have to talk to them ever again because you do not. You do not owe anybody anything. You 100% can ghost them. You own your power. You own your peace. Ghost them. Do what you want to do. You don't ever have to speak to them again. But understanding that indeed forgiveness is for you. When you work on the process of forgiving somebody, it is truly so that the ickies aren't lingering. It's so that there's not that disgusting little feeling, that shade of black just kind of coloring everything that you do, coloring the way that you see the world, messing with your day and putting a damper on your life. Like you don't deserve that. And that feeling lingering is, you know, harming you. So what are you going to do about that? Because forgiveness and working on that process helps you get better, helps you find that closure and helps you get to a better place. And so, yeah, I recognize I, I recognize that it's kind of a, a triggering word again, but reanalyzing what it means in your life and knowing that forgiveness does not equal reconciliation, meaning that forgiving someone does not mean you have to have a relationship with them ever again. That's one of the best pieces of advice I ever got um, from one of the retreat leaders that I went to years ago. Um, Forgiveness does not equal reconciliation. So working on that forgiveness can look like prayer. It can look like working on those empathy activities, acknowledging both sides of the story. Um, And acknowledging too that feelings that can't be fixed or that are rooted in the past need to be let go of. Examples of this would be like guilt. 
um, regret, etc. Like if those feelings are rooted in the past and it's not something you're going to be dealing with in your present or future or you're deciding like, hey, I'm done with that shit, you have to let them go. You have to let those feelings go. You can feel them out. I do not suggest shoving them down. I do strongly suggest feeling them out via whatever method of choice you like to do, i.e. crying into a pillow, slamming things against a wall. Some of my personal favorites include, but are not limited to, a spin class and literally just like fucking letting it go. Um, You know, just all of those methods of release. Um, If you're into kind of like witchy stuff or like spell work, you can do one of the, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a a soul binding ritual. Sometimes people do those. Um, but in this case, you would do like a breaking that soul tie kind of ritual. So I'm trying to think of what it's called. I'm having a moment like a cord. I think it's called like a cord cutting ritual um, where you kind of visualize like two candles. One is you, one is the other person. Tie the two together with a string, burn the two candles visualize like cutting your energy removing them from your life and cut that cord if you're into spell work spiritual magic work um even like if you just want to give it a go and like it it really is just a method of connecting with your energy and a, a method of you know meditation and focus you can view it however you would like to but if you are into that cord cutting rituals are a great way to like break the tie and a great way to cope and feel through those feelings um but yeah Feel those feelings and then acknowledge that if they're rooted in the past and not the present and not the future, then they do, in fact, need to be let go of. They're not worth eating you up. They're not happening right now. They're not going to be happening in the future. So they don't really deserve much of your emotional battery, if any. And I get it. It's fun to tap into it every once in a while. Nobody admits that, but it is fun to tap into your anger when you're lifting a really heavy set at the gym and being like, hey, Um, what pisses me off more than anything in the world? Let's see if I can, you know, bench my max today or whatever the fuck. I sound like a gym bro. I can bench my max today. Um, or like whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, like, ah, you know, let's get dressed up super hot and like make them hate me. Like, yeah, tap into that. Live your little villain era life, but just do not let it eat you alive and acknowledge that it is not happening right now. It's not happening right now. So it doesn't deserve your present thought. If, if it's not happening in the present, don't give it the present. Simple as that, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, don't neglect your feelings. Um, just make sure that they're not coloring your life. I also really like to maybe write a letter. If you're trying to form closure for yourself, writing a letter is a really great technique. Don't send it. I mean, you can if you want to. Um, but if you're trying to separate your energy from the other person or from the situation, um, even if it's like a past, like bad person who traumatized you, like maybe it was an abuser that you're trying to work through and work with your therapist, please go to someone for professional help. But it is helpful to write out what you would say to them or just write out whatever you feel the need, a letter to them and burn that shit, like burn it, rip it up burn it. I did this once. Oh my God. It was crazy. Like, I kid you not. When I burned that letter, that person just disappeared like from my life and from kind of my energetic field. I wrote the letter, ripped it up. I burned it and I just like released the ashes into the wind. (laughs) Very main character, released the ashes into the wind with some like crazy music. You know, my, my 
roommates or whatever my like wall mates at the dorm were probably like what the fuck i was like out on my balcony under a full moon like at the dorms like releasing this ashes into the wind but you know we ball um so yeah i i recommend trying that it's really very therapeutic or talking to a therapist (laughs) i'll keep saying it or a non-advice giving ear meaning an ear that is just there to listen not to judge not to give you solutions but just there to listen Um, This could be your journal. This really could be your journal. Um, It could also be your mom. It could be a friend. It could be your sister. Just make sure that before you have that conversation with them, you let them know, hey, I'm not looking for solutions. I'm not looking for advice because we've all been that friend, right, where there's a friend telling you like about their ex or whatever, their old friend, their old situationship, and you're just sitting there being like, yeah, girl, don't text them back. Don't text them back. You know what to do. Like screw them. Move on, you know? You don't necessarily need to hear that from your friends right now. You just need somebody to listen. You don't need advice. You don't need a, well, you should text them this. Or you should, in this moment, if you truly are trying to create closure, you just need an ear to listen. And this can truly just be your journal. This can literally be your stuffed animal. I have my little stuffed dog that I packed with me to Argentina. He's going to be my best friend. Willie and I go way back. Um, but yeah, this can be like literally whatever you want, just your pet, something to listen or somebody to listen. That's just not gonna, not gonna complicate things more, but rather just absorb the information and let it be, um, you can even practice like, you know, love, love a good winning an argument in a mirror. Um, if that's helpful for you, imagine the things that you need to say to them, create that closure for yourself. And this can be in the form of words, like, how I'm saying with your journal, with speaking, with whatever, this can be in the form of physical movement. If your body needs to release trauma as well, if your body needs to release things that it's holding on to, it is important to give it that somatic experience because your nervous system will hold on to trauma. Um, it is not just our psychological conscious brains that hold on to trauma, not even just our subconscious brains, but our subconscious and our unconscious operating systems connect to our bodies more than we are aware of. So, you know, we will hold trauma in our stomachs. We will have trouble digesting food because we're holding on to trauma. I have experienced this personally. So like it's important to give your body a somatic experience as well, meaning you move it, maybe some yoga, trauma-informed yoga on YouTube, guys. It's free. It fucking rocks. Let your body release what it's holding on to. Um, I highly recommend, yeah, trauma-informed yoga maybe some spin classes if you're into that. If you're not really into exercise, maybe you can try like dance or you can try like literally just moving around in your room, like shaking out, quite literally just shaking out any stress or anxiety. You can use a crystal and just like rub it all along your body and imagine it kind of like erasing the negative energy. I love selenite for that. Selenite's a really great crystal. Maybe you make some moon water in a little spray bottle, spritz it over yourself take a nice cleansing shower, give yourself that full body experience and understand that what it means to be human involves both the mind and the body and also the spirit. So in order to create closure, you do so, yes, in your mind, but it is also helpful to do those physical things for your body as well, including, you know, a little haircut moment, a little eyelash, whatever, eyelash extensions if you're into that or if you're into nails, whatever you're into, Give yourself a little treat. Give yourself a new pair of shoes. Buy yourself new sheets. Whatever 
it is you need to physically remove that person as well because that is another tip for closure is to get your physical environment to become something new. So I would say, you know, if you have uh, issues with an old friend and you always used to hang out at XYZ at an old cafe or something like that, don't keep studying at that cafe, bro. Go to a new cafe, find your new place and create a new system for you. If it's an old X, like buy yourself some new sheets, maybe buy yourself like you don't, obviously don't spend all your money, but like, you know, get yourself a new little situation and understand too that that's not going to fix everything. And that's kind of my like jumping off point too. The next thing that I kind of have to say is like, don't be afraid of ghosts. And once you, once you release, once you do all this work and it will feel pointless for a while, you guys, all this work, the cord cutting, the showers, you're going to be like, what is all of this for? Like, what, what is the point? You know, there is a point. Those little tiny things that you're doing are helping reprogram your mind. They're helping reprogram your body, your nervous system. They're helping you adjust to a new timeline and a new reality and leave old feelings behind in the past. And you release. And the big thing is that you cannot be afraid of ghosts because ghosts aren't always evil. And what I mean by that is, you know, becoming at peace with ghosts is a huge thing. Accepting them as part of the plotline of your life's movie. The ghosts being the people that you lost, the people that you left behind, or the old stories you left behind, the old situations, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, understanding that ghosts are a huge part of the plot line. You know, it's for the plot. Like the Taylor Swift music video for Antihero. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, you know, even cooler for the viewers. Like if you imagine your life like a movie, just be like, you know what? Am I seeing ghosts of like my ex-boyfriend right now or my ex girlfriend or whatever or quite literally maybe of someone who passed or maybe just trauma you know experiencing flashbacks when you go through places or smell certain things like I see you I know how difficult and hard that that can be it's okay to experience ghosts because they aren't always evil um I'm not talking physically if you're actually seeing ghosts that's some crazy shit bro I don't know what to tell you go to a a priest or a psychic or something maybe get some incense up in here um but what i mean by ghosts is like the metaphor for people or things you have lost and kind of just getting that overwhelming feeling of emotion like why are they still here no matter what i do it still feels like they're here you know it doesn't matter how many cords i cut or sheets i replace they still feel like they're here and just learning to accept like hey if my life was a movie these ghosts popping up right now would be so cool for the viewers it would it would add it's for the plot you know what I mean? And saying like things will pop up and understanding that those feelings of like, oof, you know, those like little icky feelings when you think of them or think of the situation are not necessarily bad because it doesn't mean you didn't get closure. It doesn't mean all hope is lost and you're meant for that situation and you have to go back for it. It just means your body and your brain were used to that and it's going to take a while to relocate out of that feeling to relocate out of just that memory you know and it's gonna take a while and it's okay to get overwhelmed by that feeling to get visited by it every once in a while and understanding that healing is not linear closure is not linear and it doesn't mean that you're stuck you are moving even though it feels like you're stuck 
sometimes I promise you promise you you're moving and I know it can be hard but just being like you know it's okay not all hope hope is not lost um ghosts appearing can mean that they contributed to your life a little more than most and that's really cool there was this like sermon that uh a pastor i went to catholic high school for <laughs> for background i went to a catholic high school um everyone has mixed feelings about those um i really enjoyed my experience just because mine was really liberal and lovely and in a great town um but we had this priest who gave a wonderful sermon and it was about a tapestry like looking at your life like a tapestry and your tapestry and your image is made up of all the different stories and all the different people you've met even the most minuscule of moments each one is a thread and some are thicker and more prominent colors than others some are tiny little golden details that you know maybe made your day or moment better but at the end of the day you have this beautiful tapestry and it's going to be completed at the end of your life made up by some things that hung around longer or colored your life a little more and so when i get visited by ghosts and that's just the metaphor i keep using but when I see pings of people from my past or situations that I want closure on, I just say, hey, not only was it good for the plot, but these people, these places, these things, they colored my life a little more than usual. Then they colored my life a little more than the rest. They got to paint streaks on there and I don't need to label those streaks as good or bad just because I lost them. Just because I lost them, that doesn't mean that the color was good or bad. It's just color. It's just color and it's going to create a beautiful painting if I let it. If I let this piece become art, then it will be art. And that's what I want to do with my life. I want to make it art. So just looking at that and being like, hey, it's okay if they pop up every once in a while. It's a reminder of all of the things that they did bring into my life and the things that I learned from them and the ways that I am now more colorful or not even that, but just how I've developed and grown as a person regardless you know they don't get to paint the whole picture i get to weave the tapestry from here um but i'm done you know being overwhelmed by that and being like oh it defines me like past hurt defines me like whatever no it was just a thread in your tapestry and you can look at that as wow it contributed or it was just a thread i can move on i can start a whole new pattern from here on out and that's the beautiful thing so accepting those reminders as a, p a part and a piece of the story and not villainizing those like strange sensations of you know oh they're gone now like I can't send them that meme <laughs> and instead wishing them as Caliucci's once said wishing them roses each time they cross your mind and being like I wish you roses I wish you well and sending out blessings that way because when you send out blessings you're done coloring your life negatively and they no longer have the control they no longer have any power you get to move on from the past and you get to give yourself closure um, when you decide that, you know, you can wish roses no matter what they did, no matter, like, not no matter what. I know, I know it's a really sensitive kind of topic and it's hard to just be like, I wish you roses. That's why I'm saying don't jump to this, feel your fucking feelings, like go through the hurt. But at the end of the day, it is your life and they do not have the right to color it with negativity, to color it with the things that they tried to do. So that those are my kind of suggestions on closure and then let time sprinkle its magic dust you know your bitterness will melt away and you will be wiser and more colorful long term 
And time does something really cool where it kind of stirs up the pot and takes those little nitty gritty details that ate you away and melts it into a really colorful picture. And hopefully it does the same for whoever or whatever you left behind. And if it doesn't, that doesn't need concern you because it was in the past. And that is just kind of the truth. I'm kind of tired of like the narrative of like, I don't know, the narrative of people being like, oh, just get over it, queen. Like you deserve better, which like slay. Absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. You do deserve better and love people hyping you up for that. But I just also want to be realistic about finding closure and stuff like that, because if it was something or someone that you spent a lot of time with, it's not always easy to just like move on and be like, yeah, screw this. Like it's a process. Feeling your feelings is important. And so is giving yourself the closure that you deserve. Because if they, in case no one's told you this today, if they didn't give you closure, I am so sorry. That's not fair. You deserve closure from every single person um, and in every situation. But if they did not give it to you because you deserve it so much, you need to give it to yourself and you need to use these little processes and rituals or whichever ones may work for you so that slowly over time you can build that closure, understanding that it is in fact a process, not a one-time thing. And your tapestry is beautiful, baby. You're doing so good. You're doing so good. And I'm so proud of you and just know that it does in fact get better. Time, mystical time, as Miss Swift once said. Go listen to Invisible String by Taylor Swift. It'll cheer you up immediately. And I am so grateful for all of you for being here, for tuning into the podcast, for hanging out with me. And I will see you all next week. Um, I apologize for any audio quality issues here. Hopefully you didn't get too much background noise. I am in a homestay in a different country. So it is a little bit of a different situation than normal, but I do want to keep up with the podcast just because I do love you all so much and want to continue on this journey with you guys. So until next week, I wish you all the very best and I am sending love. Bye. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you're already enough just as you are.